Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. It's just Caitlin and I today and we are talking about the 80-20 rule. That's right, we are. We are. So I think a lot of people have different perceptions of what the 80-20 rule is. Mm -hmm. So we're going to break it down first and then how to apply that to different areas of life. But for Caitlin and I, the 80-20 rule is very simple. 80% of the time you're living life to the fullest, doing all the good things for your health, mentally, physically, all the above. And then that 20% of the time is you just got to let go and mm-hmm. just live and not worry and not freak out about it and not be too concerned because you can't control everything that happens in your life all the time. And so it's giving yourself that grace yep. to just be okay with that 20% of the time things don't go according to plan. Right. <laughs> this is way easier said than done. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Especially for us because we're major planners, uh-huh. but that's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason we wanted to talk about this today is it, it's something that I feel like I've seen a lot in the health and wellness world talking about like this 80-20 rule of how like we 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 want to do our best and to eat healthy and to eat the clean foods and, you know, eliminate toxins in our life, but the reality is again, we can't control everything. We yeah. can tr- we can control what's in our home, mm-hmm. right? But if we're traveling or or, you know, visiting family or whatever it might be, like there's going to be things that are out of our control and not necessarily worth our stress to worry about. Oh yeah, exactly. And so we wanted to talk about this just to kind of focus on our mindset around um, our journey as you're, you know, you know, trying to live a healthier life. Um, but also, especially as we enter the holidays, there's there's a lot of family dynamics. There's a lot of temptations around, you know, maybe not the cleanest food or healthiest options, but just kind of like helping you set yourself up for success as we enter the season and give yourself grace. Um, but also at the same time, do a reality check. Yeah. Because we can also use the holidays as like, oh, calories don't matter or, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever. We're just celebrating and celebrating. It's like, yes, we are. But like, are the choices you're making really setting you up for success on with the goals that you want to achieve? Right. Right. Um, so I think the biggest thing to talk about with this is that your 80-20 rule might actually be accurate. Maybe it is 80% of the time you're really, really good. And 20% of the time you give yourself grace and just go with the flow and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is to acknowledge that your percentage that you come up with based off of what season of life you're in and the things that are going on for you physically, mentally, emotionally, work-wise, all that versus what someone else is going through could be different. You might be very strict, like 95, 5% because of whatever health options or health issues you, you have going on in your life. Right. Um, but it is not your job to judge some someone else who's choosing 80-20. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. there's so much that you might not realize that's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, and, and it's okay that they're in a different season and 
prioritizing the, the, that percentage differently. Yeah. And so I think that's like the big takeaway is that your, your percentage is going to look different mm-hmm. and also what you're choosing to do might be different. And this will break down into categories. Yeah. Like I think for food, um, movement products that you're using, all that, like, I think mm-hmm. you can have varying percentages oh, sure. in those different areas, depending on what you can, what, you, what habits you've already established and what you're trying to accomplish in those goals within those specific categories. Yeah. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I think that's such a great way to kick this one off is talking about your 80, 20 is going to look different from someone else's 80, 20 or your 80, 20 will look different in each of these categories yes. we're about to go over mm-hmm. because of whatever part of journey of life you might be on. Right. Um, and we've been there in our own ways where it's, you know what, we could be a little more strict in one area, but this other area, we're just doing what we can exactly <laughs> just to get through. Yeah. And I think the biggest takeaway too, with this is again, we're, we're not about, here on the gutsy truth, we don't, you know, we talk about not restricting your food. We talk about crowding out bad stuff. We mm-hmm. don't want you to be so obsessed with the numbers of calories counting or the number on the scale or anything of that nature. Because when you become obsessive over it, it's not very good mentally. Or right. if you've had issues becoming obsessive about things in the past, then we don't want you to go down that journey again by any right. means. But then you become so obsessed that you're not actually living your life yes. either. And so I know there's a lot on, especially the social media space with the kind of crunchy way of life going Mm -hmm. around and it's great. And those families are choosing that for themselves. But I know there's a lot of people that kind of get down on themselves because they're like, oh, well, that's a family of five and they can do it this way. Why can't I? Well, that's a whole different season of life. I remember social media is a highlight reel of life. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's showing the real raw truths behind their day to day. So don't compare yourselves to those others as easy as that, as that is sometimes. Um, but yeah, just the biggest piece of this is, I think, on one hand, A, keeping yourself accountable, like you mentioned, but mm-hmm. B, is learning how to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Because if you're anything like Caitlin and I and a recovering perfectionist, you probably are in, you end up being way too hard on yourself most of the time mm-hmm. and never learn how to give yourself grace. Right. And this is what we're hoping to help with that too yeah. in this episode. So category one, let's start with the easy one. Food. Food. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you break the 80-20 rule down to food, the most simple way to say is 80% of the time you're eating on point. You've got healthy, well-rounded, balanced meals. You're not, you know, um, junking out on bad foods, sugary sweets, sodas, all this kind of stuff, right? Like you're eating full, wholesome, nutritious meals Mm -hmm. that are good for the body, not fast food every other day. Right. And 20% of the time you just, you indulge in what that might look like for you. Um, and, and I say indulge, that's probably too strong of a word. I say, I maybe enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for instance, like we talk about never tell yourself, oh, I'm changing up my diet. I can never have sweets again. Right. Like that's no, everyone loves chocolate or a piece of cake for on a birthday or a cookie or whatever. It's just creating those better options that are made with real wholesome ingredients right? and then eating it. And like, um, at this point, our episode with, um, Leanne rushing has come out probably Mm -hmm. about blood sugar balancing. And Mm -hmm. so how to maybe eat those treats in a way that doesn't spike your glucose. Right. But you can still eat it. And so, yeah, you're not going to have chocolate cake every single night. But if you have chocolate cake once or twice a month for a special occasion, date night, birthday, whatever, Mm -hmm. totally fine. Those two pieces of chocolate cake in a 30-day time span are not going to impact your body. Right. 
compared to if you ate chocolate cake every day for 30 days straight. Right. Yeah. So I think from the food perspective, it's that. And so not only just like what you're eating, but to the mindset of, because when you start down the rabbit hole of clean ingredients, then you start reading every label mm-hmm. everywhere. You're questioning every restaurant, what oils they're using, what ingredients they're using. And then before you know it, you just have anxiety about eating food. Right. And you're not enjoying yourself either. Um, now, if that's the life you choose to live is just to always make your food at home. That's great. If that's your you have a 95-5 rule, that's great. Right. But yeah, like if you're a business professional and you're traveling, like you can bring your own snacks, but at the end of the day, you need, you can't like bring your whole kitchen with you (laughs) on a plane. So yeah, you just have to give yourself grace, pick the best options you know that are out there and the rest of it, you just can't worry about. You can't worry about what oil is in that salad dressing at the restaurant or are they cooking, you know, are they you know, grilling a steak with canola oil on it or actual butter. I don't know. Right. But you know what? Eating a steak and some vegetables is probably better than running through McDonald's. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah. And I think too, a part of it too, is like with that 20% or 10% or whatever your percentage is, like, are you, are you using that percentage on like a really healthy sweet Mm -hmm. that has like, is still low in sugar, but that's still like really, you know, you know, hits your sweet tooth. Right. Or are like, are you going to McDonald's and getting a McFlurry? Right. Like number one, like if you're going on this clean eating, you know, Mm -hmm. approach to life, if you choose to have a McFlurry or whatever it might be, I feel like your body is going to react and you're going to not feel good. Like if you're really like Mm -hmm. cutting a lot of that out of your life, I think you'll have that realization. Mm -hmm. Um, but also like, as we've talked about in other episodes, there are healthier options out there. Oh, for sure. Like, I think we can be honest with our listeners today that Abigail and I had delicious carrot cake after lunch today. We sure did. And it was amazing. I made it last night. There's no sugar in it other than like the natural sugars from the maple syrup that was in it. Um, And we enjoyed it because when was the last time we had cake together? Like forever ago. Never. I don't remember the last time we uh, we had cake together. Yeah. But it was, you know, something we, it was just a little treat that we wanted to have and it was like we had it after lunch we had a good balanced meal and Mm -hmm. we celebrated because we hadn't seen each other in forever right exactly (laughs) you know and it's fall and it's beautiful outside exactly and I mean it's carrot cake cake. (laughs) exactly so yeah you just you have to just give yourself that grace for that time those times where you're not 100% in control of your food i.e you're not cooking it yourself Mm -hmm. right you go I mean we're about to hit the holiday season like you mentioned earlier so if you're going over to grandma's house or somebody or the in-laws house or whoever for you know Thanksgiving or Christmas meals or any kind of holiday meal right they might not cook like you but you know what make make you can make choices that set you up for success right Right. so if you know there's going to be like say if you have a dietary restriction and your family just doesn't adhere to it. I'm sorry. Number one, yeah. but you know, if you're gluten-free or dairy-free and they don't have good options for you, maybe you just need to eat something at home first before you head over there mm-hmm. or bring some food with you and say, I'm sorry, this is what I have to eat, you know, and then maybe there's one or two items you can't eat or just, you know, I mean, you know, like even just like your typical, like Thanksgiving dinner of turkey and mashed potatoes and stuff, there might be some more butter and sugar in some of those items that you might usually use at mm-hmm. your own. But for one day, it's not going to be the end all be all. Right. And you don't have to gorge yourself on the meal either. Right. You know, you don't have to, which most Americans do. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, it's finding that balance that is a honoring what you need to do, what's right for your body, Mm -hmm. whether you do have dietary restrictions because of a health journey you're going through um, or whatever. I'm not saying throw it all out the window. Like if you truly are lactose intolerant or you have celiacs, like don't just start eating those things just because, you know what I'm saying? Like, but also there's some things like, I don't want you to fret on because we've been there. Like Mm -hmm. we got so down the rabbit hole of things. Like we were like, well, I'm never eating out again because I don't know what inflammatory oils they're using or not using or this and that and the other, but there's always some better options you can pick out there for you. Yeah. And then on the other side of this, like I, I think people can fall into the trap of using an 80, 20 rule as an excuse to be like, well, this is my 20%. So I'm just going to like, I'm just going to eat this way or like, oh, it's going to be 30% because of it's the holidays and I don't really care. So I think it really has to start with like, what are your goals? Agreed. Um, and what, how do you want to feel and how do you want to like, you know, like feel your body and make sure that that is you're, you're staying true to that because I think you can fall into excuses. I think, especially in social settings around Mm -hmm. the holidays, you see everyone else consuming like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but like, why be like anyone else when you can be above average or above average, average, you know what I mean? Um, so I think just kind of keeping that in mind of like focusing on what you're trying to accomplish and how you want to feel, um, and not letting like yourself be too lackadaisical about things to the point right. where you're not actually like staying true to that 80, per, 80, 20% rule or 90, 10 or whatever. Right. Right. Um, not getting pressured socially. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. No, I think that's all really good. Um, okay. So food is obviously kind of one most people can easily relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I would say is exercise slash yeah. movement. Mm-hmm. Um, cause this comes in a lot of forms. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, again, the 80, 20, like, We've talked about with multiple guests on the podcast. If you currently do not exercise in any way, shape, or form, you can't go run a marathon tomorrow. Right. Right. Like your body is just not prepared to do that. So again, to get to that point of having a consistent movement slash exercise schedule, you have to do baby steps. Mm -hmm. So right. So like maybe step one is you just go on a 20 minute walk three times a week Mm -hmm. and then you do weightlifting for two times a week or whatever. And you incrementally add but I think if you're at a point where you're doing, like, you've got, like, a routine, I think people can get sway just like anything, both sides of the spectrums, right? They're like, oh, yeah, I went on one 20-minute one walk this week. I'm good. Or someone's, like, running 17 miles a day, all day, every day, mm-hmm. and they just don't know how to stop, in right. a sense. Um, so that age 20 needs to, you got to find out what works best for your body because right. everybody's different yep. when it comes to exercise. And then sometimes you go through seasons. Um, I talked about this on our Instagram a few weeks ago. I'm in a season of trying to get back into some more, you know, heavier weightlifting and a little more um, hit or CrossFit style workouts. Like I mentally want to, but my body's physically not there. It's, mm-hmm. it still needs some gentler movement, some calmer weightlifting, not really spiking my heart. Uh, my heart rate and some more walking, gent- easier weightlifting and just some yoga or Pilates. Um, and so it's also trying to be, you got to be realistic with yourself. Because right. if you're doing a workout and you feel, I mean, like gassed, like so gassed, like you are so exhausted and your body aches all the time and like your joints hurt and you have no energy, like that workout's not actually helping you at this point. Right. Um, so yeah, figuring out what that 80 that 80-20 looks like too as far as movement goes. Yeah. No, there was definitely a season of my life where I like literally did 
pure bar. I loved it. I, but I did it like every single day. And sometimes I would do it twice a day because that's Mm -hmm. how much I loved it. But it also like looking back at that season, I was like, I was doing it because I was trying to compensate for how I was eating. Yeah. Um, and how I was feeling and like, I felt bloated and like just never like my body weight just like fluctuated all the time. So I felt like I had to work out all the time Yeah, from that perspective, not as of like, I'm doing this to like really strengthen my body and be stronger and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I think it's just, again, going back to like, what are you trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. physically? Um, or even, um, you know, mentally as well of like Mm -hmm. how your movement can affect your, um, just mental state and emotional state in general. Um, like, to me, like going on a walk, like an hour long walk, like at least two or three times a week does wonders for me mentally and mm-hmm. emotionally, um, just cause it's just relaxing and just helpful in multiple yeah. ways. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think, I think it just goes back to like, what is your goal yeah. with your movement and sticking tr- true to that and realizing that, yeah, you might be really strict on your food. Maybe it's 95, 10, but with movement, you're, you know, maybe it's 60% of the time you're working out 40% of the time you're doing more just light walking or yoga or things like that, just based off of what you're trying to accomplish. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, and remember in all this, especially when it comes to your, your personal health and wellness, it's a long game. Yeah. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. And so it's going to ebb and flow. It's going to, you know, have, you're going to have stronger seasons and Mm -hmm. slower seasons and everything in between but as long as you're you're constantly moving forward to that end goal of like just creating an overall healthy habit and lifestyle then you are doing your body's wonders yeah like just wonders (laughs) yeah I love that you brought that up because I think it's so easy to like focus on like here's the end result and we're going to stay there right and that is just not the case at all when it comes to life in general as well as just like your physical and um, mm-hmm. mental well-being and whatnot. You're, it's never a, a, a you know static like you're right. just this way forever. Like right. it's going to constantly change and fluctuate. Hi friends! I just want to take a quick moment and thank today's sponsor, Flash Marketing Solutions. Flash Marketing Solutions provides full-service website and marketing solutions. They focus on your website so you can focus on your core business. I'll be honest with you, friends. When we first started The Gutsy Truth, the idea of building a website sounded super fun, but quickly became a daunting task. But thanks to Flash Marketing Solutions, they got our website built, freeing up hours of our time to focus on the podcast. If you're ready to be gutsy and need a website for your business or blog or whatever you're hoping to do, we recommend Flash Marketing Solutions. Visit flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy for more information. That's flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy. And right now, all new website clients get the first year of hosting for free. Thank you so much, Flash Marketing Solutions. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com slash support to learn more. Okay, so our next category. um, Products. Products. Yes, this one gets tricky. So, yeah. (laughs) So, you know, we've talked about this before as as far as like how you can slowly just swap out products that you're using Mm -hmm. in your house on your body and all that um 
I think <laughs> thinking through like my journey of like swapping out products and then like going out in the wild and like using, <laughs> having to use, having to use like soap and things in different areas and be like, oh, this soap is probably like, you know, terrible because it's like bright red or whatever, Oh yeah, you know, and just kind of getting frustrated about like the mm-hmm. generic products that are just found everywhere and mm-hmm. how they're really not great options for you. Yeah. And like, I have a choice in that scenario. Like I can either really get mad every single time, every single time I'm like out washing my hands in public and knowing that this is probably not the best product because it's, you know, mm-hmm. colored and has dye and fragrance fragrance and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or I can just be like, Hey, they have soap. They have soap and running water that's, and running water. Like that's awesome. let's just pick, let's just have that perspective, Yeah, you know, and not to get just like, angry at the world because of the products available. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. And it's so hard because I know there's some people that are highly sensitive. Like I've been in like some Airbnbs and stuff where they clearly use like highly fragranted laundry detergent Mm -hmm. and like they have air fresheners and like the plug in air fresheners in every room. And yeah, so I think there's moments you're, you can for sure get frustrated, but that's hard to control. Right. Even in that percent, that setting. I mean, like I've definitely been in Airbnb. I've like unplugged every plug in and then like had to wash the sheets before I could sleep in them with Mm -hmm. my own laundry detergent. Yeah. But, and so there's, there's some things like you can do a workaround, but Mm -hmm. there, yeah, if you, if you just got frustrated, like you said, like that simple example of soap in a public restroom, like you can't, you can't get mad at every right. single bathroom you walk into and you're like, yeah, how about it's like, oh, this is wonderful. They have a working bathroom, right. running water and soap I can clean my hands with. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. But products do get challenging, especially when you, you really take the time and the effort to learn and overhaul it for you and your family. Mm-hmm. And then you just see the mass public using stuff that's not good or right. you're in it. And it does, there are sometimes like I've definitely been like my daughter does gymnastics and all the parents are in this one room together, like watching. And there's some mom, not just moms, but men too, that have the strongest smelling um, perfume and cologne on mm-hmm. or like, or moms pulling out bath and body works lotion to put on, you know, put on their hands or whatever. And it just like the whole room becomes that fragrance. Yep. Right. And you're just like suffocating and you're just like, Oh my God, I want to talk to you so bad about fragrance right, right. now. Um, but you know what? It's one hour of my week and I can easily remove myself from the room and walk away and not have to worry about it. Yep. Yeah. But, and then too, just what products are you putting on yourself? Like, cause we've talked about products is one of the, the longest ones to switch out. Yeah. Because if you were to literally just throw out every single cleaning product or every household product or makeup product or whatever, like you're going to spend hundreds of dollars, like replacing everything from day one. Right. So you have to be lenient on yourself that way too. Like I'm pretty sure my bronzer is like five years old and still really crummy, but you know what? I don't put on bronzer very much anymore. And it's finally coming to a point. I think I can chunk it and not feel so bad about wasting an entire (laughs) compact full of bronzer. And so I've just, I've just lived with it and it's not, it's not going to be the end all be all for me. I know the rest of my makeup is clean and good. And soon enough here in a few months, I'll chunk that bronzer and buy something better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's baby steps, baby steps. We've never said that before, right? (laughs) 2023 mantra for the gutsy truth. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. So that's always, uh, that's always really good. Um, and then I think the last big thing we want to touch on is um, like professional setting of yeah. the eighty twenty rule. And this is coming from a bit of a different angle, I think, compared to the others because it's a little more 
the other areas are like black and white tangible items. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I use the 80-20 as far as in the workplace setting is, you know what? 80 or 90% of the time, you are on point at work. You get your things done. You come up with great ideas. You're a team player. Life's great. Then life just hits. The kid is sick. You've been sick. You're having family issues, whatever you name it. Something external is going on in your life, not related to work. Mm-hmm. And you, your best maybe for that season is just to show up and do your basic job. Yeah. And I hope that you have very understandable management and leadership that you can go to them and say, hey, I'm in a rough patch of life for X, Y, Z reason. And I might need to take a little time off or I might, you know, not be as bubbly or personable for the next week or so going through something, whatever. And they have very understanding because we're all human at the end of the day. Like I'm not expecting everybody to show up at the office and be like their most outstanding, bubbly, perfect self because we've all made typos. We've all made errors. Like we're all human. So I think it's giving yourself that grace so when you're, when you should, when you don't, when you don't feel like you're showing up as your full self to work, like evaluate what's going on mm-hmm. because you know what, there might be a week or two. You're just, the fact that you showed up and did the basics of your job is all you can give that at yeah. that point. Yeah. I think that's a good reminder too, of just like, I think sometimes your, your a hundred percent at 80% is, can be <laughs> like 50% better than someone else's this like a hundred percent, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, so I think keeping that in mind as well. Um, and just, I think it's unrealistic to think that you can maintain that energy mm-hmm. long-term. I think that's yeah. what leads to burnout. And I think that just also leads to like unreasonable expectations for yeah. yourself and like what you're expecting of others to do right. um, or what your, you know, managers are telling you to do as well. So I think that is a huge part of it. Well, and it, and it goes back to our previous episode about boundaries. Yeah. Um, I think all of this does to a certain degree. And mm-hmm. so just kind of remembering where those boundaries are, um, yeah. I think is really vital. Oh, hundred percent. So I think with all of this, it's just, I think going back to evaluating what you're trying to accomplish, what's what's happening in this season of life, mm-hmm. um, taking a good look in the mirror um, to kind of figure out what that percentage breakdown needs to be specifically for you. Yeah, I know when I first started my journey with rehauling everything in my life, like I was, I was like ninety nine to one percent. Yeah, <laughs> you know because I was really trying to hone in on everything and mm-hmm. learn and absorb anything. And now I'm definitely a lot more flexible and easygoing about how yeah. I'm approaching, especially when it comes to food and everything. Um, but then at the same time, taking a good look and saying, "Hey, I'm, am I really making like excuses for myself when I sure. actually need to set some like be more disciplined yeah. in what I'm doing?" Because you know, you can be doing all the right things, but if you're really too lenient on that 20%, then you're never going to reach your goals. Exactly. And so I think you really just need to take a step back, look in the mirror and say, Oh, actually I need to be honest with myself. I'm really giving myself too much grace and I'm not really setting some boundaries and being disciplined like I need to, to accomplish the goals I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, yeah, we, so we just really hope this helps anybody Mm -hmm. out there today, do you take, take a step, evaluate your life. Um, maybe it's just, you just start with something small, like going into the holiday season, thinking about it from a food perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you've got a lot of holiday parties coming up soon over the next couple months, then thinking about maybe not every single one of them, you indulge in all the treats or Mm -hmm. it's just as 
like a small bite or two or something, right? You know, to really um, kind of set a new a new rhythm and a new habit for right. yourself. And the biggest thing too is not judging someone else's yeah. choices. Um, because they, you might want to project your 80, 20% rule on them and they're not ready for that, or they have to be stricter for whatever reason. Sure. And just being respectful of that and, um, not having judgment because at the end of the day, especially here within the gutsy truth community, we really just want people to thrive, mm-hmm. um, and get to that optimal health level and, um, and just be the best version of themselves. And so to me, that's not judging where I'm at and comparing it to where they are at. I'm. I think that's perfectly said. Yeah. So until next time, catch y'all later. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com, and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.